Rock and roll. Alrighty, and back in chat. <laughs> uh, real quick, gonna take a couple of moments because you know we've been in for three hours on this game. Thank you very much to the players so far for uh, spending the time with us. Uh, got a couple of questions so far, so we're gonna answer those. Uh, first question from Glock89. How are you holding up so far, Scoob? I'd say the party's still here, so I guess I'm doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> there was talk about just ending this whole thing and leaving him, but... I know. I know. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have uh, Just Jack 1991 question. Loving the stream. How do y'all make your characters work so well together? Does it come naturally or does it develop as the game goes on? Clearly a question for the party. So how do you guys want to like to answer that one? I think it um, just naturally, as the game progresses, you just kind of learn where each of our characters fits best. I don't think we had spent a whole lot of time beforehand kind of talking about like what the best combination would be i think we just kind of went with what we thought would work best in this type of situation but maybe i'm just speaking for myself what do you think i'd, I'd agree with that i think that uh as the games progressed we've gotten a little more comfortable with the, our character interactions and and uh there wasn't a whole lot of uh talk beforehand of how we were going to approach situations so yeah, this is my first time playing with either either you, John, or, or Chad. And uh, so, I mean, we don't really have any prior table chemistry to be able to run off of. So I think this is, in large part, um, you know, everybody knows their characters well enough that, you know, we're able to work in these different situations together. Uh, and we did talk a little bit about character beforehand, but nowhere near the amount that we would need to be able to kind of figure out a table chemistry before actually playing the game, right? So, alrighty. Uh, next one. I agree with everything. Oh, sorry, Chad. I don't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, no. I just I agree with everything they've said. We're good. All right. Uh, this one is a question. I'm guessing more of a comment. Uh, uh from Glock eighty nine about uh, glad uh, Chad is handling the spider a lot better than Gary Diamonds did in the challenge accepted session. Uh, that is the only reason I agreed to, to, to play a spider is because you two weren't here. <laughs> All right. Um, we have Otherwise, a it would have been a lizard. <laughs> and we have a comment from uh, Dad Crystal. Uh, this is one of the very best games I have watched. You guys, you guys are doing great. Uh, we have a question from Kit Matari. Can we get some Taro from the Stranded game in this D&D game? Not sure I understand what that means, but uh, uh, also since we've been in three hours uh, on this so far, we're gonna do a quick recap on who our characters are and who they're and who they're played by, and kick this off with uh, Brendan. If uh, start off with reintroducing Day to the to the uh, chat. I am Day, and I bring light to the shadows. Uh, I am a Rogue Three Fighter Five, and uh, got this weird history uh with involving elves and uh who served pelor uh so i am essentially a bugbear that is good 
chaotic good and uh and um somewhat wise and that's uh pretty much it there's not much else to it <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I am uh, Adam, and I'm playing um, Barum Tall Bellows, dwarf cleric, just straight cleric, cleric eight, <laughs> <laughs> life domain. So life domain at eight gets the uh, what's it called? It's good. What's it called divine strike. Once on each of your turns, when you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can cause the attack to deal an extra 1d8 radiant. I... So that's just kind of a, a freebie you get for nice. being level 8 cleric. So I thought, well, might as well just hold on to that. Nice. So uh, I'm the only one who didn't multi-class. But I, like the more I see how everyone else can do a whole bunch of different things. And I'm like, oh, I could have done a bit more with that. Uh, okay. But that's okay. <laughs> you have to be careful with multi-classing. Chad and uh, John ha and I were discussing recently, when you start multi-classing, you are sacrificing. Like, you can never hit level 20 in a single class in 5th edition, unlike 2nd edition. So mm -hmm. you have to weigh what you're going to sacrifice worth what you're going to get, what you're going to gain. Yeah, that's very true. Obsidian? Has anybody here ever made it to 20? <laughs> I It's a bucket list to DM or play a level 20 character. <laughs> but I think I, I think even Brandon can agree that's a that's like every DM's bucket list. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Unless you do a one-shot where you're like, hey, everybody's level 20. Um, it's probably not going to happen naturally in a campaign, not very easily or quickly. No, I, I think what you start doing years. That, I think we'll once you do that, you're sacrificing. Trying to get to level 20. <laughs> I mean, that's Sorry, why I never like to, level 19. Yeah, that's why Sorry. I never like having characters start at a higher level because there's just too many things to try and keep track of. <laughs> if you've never, if you've never, or you've never had the chance to grow into that, into that uh, level, you just have so many things. You just don't know what to do with. Mm -hmm. But so sorry, I true. keep cutting you off, Shad. But what? That's all right. <laughs> they are good. Um, so I'm Obsidian. I'm a Tabaxi, um, Black Panther Tabaxi, Rogue Five, Druid Three. Uh, um, I didn't go straight Rogue. Everybody knows Malgath is straight Rogue, and the Elder that has disappeared into nobody knows where. He's a straight Rogue, but I wanted to be able to do a little bit of spell casting this time, so I multiclassed, and I'm having fun with it. And um, the spider was an homage to uh, what happened in the challenge accepted game. Uh, or if you're curious to see what happened, go to Scuba Studio on YouTube and look up the playlist for all of season one of challenge accepted. See the shenanigans as they occurred. Well, for the two, for the two here that don't know real quickly, right? Uh, we're in a house, little spider, someone throws grease on it and someone sets it on fire, burns the house down. Yeah, Sounds we would never right. burn That's, anything down in game. That was the like short that. version. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like I don't think I've ever been part of a game where we accidentally burned anything down or on purpose burned anything down. No, uh, that right. was that just seems excessive. Especially the last just, two weeks, uh, uh, last two Mondays, or yeah. even this entire show of Into the Mist. Because <laughs> there was the 
the death house oh, we right. sat on we set the it on fire house. yeah that's right <laughs> um the the i mean spoilers for anybody who you know you might want to cover cover your your ears uh but let, let's just say we've set pretty much every building on fire we've been in except ones for shopping or sleeping so yeah <laughs> Is that your goal? Is that the party's goal? Is that what you all discussed ahead of time? We're just going to burn everything down in Barovia? It no. wasn't, but now, I mean, I, I mean, we didn't, I mean, there's one special castle we didn't set on fire, but I mean, I think we just forgot. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like it's, it wasn't the initial goal, but uh, if future goal, yeah, maybe might be the way to go. I like it. Stay out of our camps. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't bring that to the uh, the Vistani oh, camp. our caps down. <laughs> This wagon looks oddly flammable. <laughs> oh, Gary Diamonds was in that. So sorry. Ah, spider, alchemist fire. <laughs> All right, and uh, John. Last but not so, least, <laughs> no worries, John. Uh, my character is Anarian Rivian. And uh, he is an Aladrin and uh, Vengeance Paladin. And as part of his uh, Vengeance Paladin, he wanted to smite evil wherever he could and uh, took some rogue levels to try to learn the underworld where evil might lie so that he could better uh, use whatever means necessary to carry out his uh, duties at, at evil smiting, if you will. So uh, that is kind of the concept behind the character. And a reminder, we are raising money for Extra Life. We got the bar down there. Our first goal is a modest $1,000 for Extra Life as part of the D&D team. Uh, so, and we're having milestones for every award. Uh, we had a $100 milestone, which I called Roll for Initiative, where already all received a greater healing potion at $250. They all received uh, Bardic Inspiration at uh, first level. At $500, they will receive two potions of Fire Breath, which I'm sure will be useful at some point. At, at $750, they will receive Bardic Inspiration at 5th level. And then if we hit the $1,000 mark, we, they, the party will each get a potion of superior, he, superior Healing, which will be nice if they happen to get that before the quote-unquote climactic boss battle. <laughs> I have a question Go for before it. we get started. Do we think maybe Grigori may make an appearance at some point? <laughs> well, Grigori, I mean, yeah. I did kind of allude. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for you, but uh, just saying, since I did kind of allude that in early editions of Dungeons and Dragons, Barovia was technically a part of the Shadowfell, it was just its own little pocket. So. Maybe if we're in the Shadowfell, maybe some kind of timey-wimey multi-dimensional stuff, but that's entirely up to Grigori if he wants to if he wants to plane hop like that. Uh maybe, maybe. Uh I may have to actually get permission <laughs> to see if I'm allowed to. Um, but I think uh that's, that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm not. Uh, you know. Exactly. That's a, there, there's the good yeah. out. He can't plane plane hop, but. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about Grigori is he's kind of been everywhere. Like he knows what dollars are. You know, he knows things about our our realm. He's that, that he's been true. around. That he's been true. around. So 
yeah, so like it, it would totally make sense as far as that goes. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd just have to uh, message and make sure that that's cool. Well, I'm, I see, I, I'm seeing some chance for Grigori in the chat. So if you wish to, <laughs> ma- if you wish to uh, try to break glass and hit that button, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure that would be much appreciated. Right. Yes. Well, you know, extra life is for the kids. You know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> nice. And uh, the HP bar that you see down there is for benefiting the dungeon master. So every time that HP bar goes down and resets, I get a boon or bonus that I can use against the party. So extra life for for the party. The HP bar to go against the party. Figure I have both sides to uh, kind of garner support and make it interactive with uh, all of you viewing. Uh, it looks like the HP bar just reset to 2350 or 2400. That's and started at 1000 when we started it this morning, so... That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point we're hitting yeah. that threshold for additional in- monster encounters. I'm thinking... I'm not even sure if monster encounters are a thing that we might even have to do because every time we roll, <laughs> I think we've gone eight we've rolls. Been, we've been fortunate. Or no, six uh, rolls. Technically, no, eight rolls. it was eight rolls. Yeah. Technically, you've gone ten. Ooh. Because the the way it the way it is is you roll for the whether or not there is a random encounter. And then it's a roll on the random encounter table. I have, I tend to use a lot of that because it it adds an element of surprise to what happens. And the two roles that I did are on the random encounter table. They just happen to be non combat encounters, (laughs) which I have to say, I have not had a group roll 10 go 10 consecutive encounter options and not come across something that they have to either potentially have combat or avoid entirely. You guys Didn't have we're trying, 10 for guys. 10. Roll initiative yet. I know. Yeah. I know. We're trying. Well, if you really want to try. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we're okay where we are. We're good. <laughs> that works. All righty. So, bringing it back in. Um. We are down. To, just reset again to twenty. Reset again. <laughs> yeah, twenty five ninety three. Uh, yeah, all those bits. Love it. Anyways, um, so you guys were uh, had come to the mansion, um, had accepted a job to come to Twilight Gap, come to Twilight Mansion to investigate what has been interrupting the trade, uh, the merchant uh, trade route that goes from this, each city that's on either side of the Aryan Mountains. Uh, your travel here was you were hired by the lo- by the guildmaster uh, promised a sum of 3000 gold apiece initially to come out here and investigate and resolve whatever is causing the interruption on your on your way up here you have or while you were resting up you happened to encounter a very curious individual who seemed interested in your success and survival while on the travel here you man you came across a merchant who appears to, who 
by all accounts appeared to be in a completely almost catatonic state of fear, babbling on about shadows and the one that flies and to be wary. Uh, the party, unfortunately, unfortunately, has not encountered any of these things. And they made it to the mansion fairly uh, unmolested or un uh, uncontested. In there, they managed. They met Sir Xanathal, San Xandergol, who is the uh, person in charge of the Twilight Mansion, and making and in his charge is making sure that this pass is safe for merchants to travel. Uh, the activity in the mansion is very quiet, unknown. I was uh, curious why it's so quiet, but Sir Xandergol has uh, asked you all to stay, let you all stay the night, and. Has told you to you have to go to this gate, which is about ten miles to the southeast, and and cross over into the Shadowfell to investigate the cause of the gate. Uh, once he said he was retiring for the evening, the party decided to grab a snack. Met a curious little creature named Jingle, who was imploring, pleading with them to find out what's happened to his friend. Hashtag jingle all the way. Yeah. They started to investigate the the, uh, the cellar, and after uh, some investigation, they managed to determine that there was a laboratory, an empty, what appears to be an empty vault of some type, and a wine cellar area, which they weren't able to actually access before Sir Xandergol happened to find them in the cellar. They've been asked to return to their room for the night and given a couple of very expensive wines to uh, tide them over for the evening. And so we were returning with them in their, in their suite, uh, enjoying the wine and discussing their plans for the future. Take it away, gentlemen. Hey, lads. You know, there was an extra door that we didn't get through down there. If you want, I could use another one of those nifty spells and get it open we would have to be a little sneakier if we wanted but it's on the table i can also cast invisibility on somebody if someone wants to go really yes just a little invisibility never hurt anyone if yeah, i go invisible can... And you go spider, would that still work? That could that be a work. good solution. If I may add. As long as, you, as long as you don't mind me hitching a ride on you because I can't walk as fast as you. I think it's probably fine. No one's going to notice a floating spider. If, if I might add, perhaps after you're done that, you can use your spider form to sneak into some of the rooms up here and see what's going on in people's solitude. Aye. Oh, I could do that too. I have only one wild shape left before I have to take a short rest. Um, but it does last an hour. So if we're quick in the cellar, then I would still have some time to, to do some sneaky sneaky. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an appropriate plan to me. So I suppose myself and Anarion will remain here. I, I must think you can bottle. be sneaky. 
Well, and don't forget, um, uh, you can you have sending stone, so you can, John, you can contact Adam, or sorry. Yeah, we can we can always communicate if necessary. Faces. Yes, you can communicate. I, good point. Good point. Shall we then? Yes. Okay, so I cast Invisibility, which is a second level spell uh, for the masses. A creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. The spell is up to one hour. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Ends. Say that last part again. Attacks or casts a spell. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. So if you attack somebody or cast a spell, you will no longer be invisible. Oh, okay. So as soon as I cast the spell magic. Yeah. Yes. So we may want to try and stealth our way down. Oh, you don't have a good stealth, do you? Mm. How's this going to work? We may have to readjust the plan. Yes. We, we could probably perhaps, make our way back down to the kitchen. Perhaps. If someone uh, asks, we're just going for more food. I could work. And I will point out, because no one's asked, and I'm going to give it to you. It is mid-evening. So probably, uh, probably about like seven or eight at night, give or take. So just throwing that out there. Maybe we should all go down. Ah, yes. We all go down. You guys remain on guard above the door. And since you can communicate to us, if someone's coming, you can warn us. Yes, we can stay in the kitchen area then and uh, act as the eyes for the ones down below. Yes. 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 All right. Let's do that. Probably. All right. So I think that's a good plan. What are we doing? Just We're just four blocks casually heading down to the kitchen for an evening snack a Alrighty. And <laughs> by doing that, we're also talking about, you know, just happen to be taking a detour into the pantry and then back down the cellar stairs. Go ahead and give me that stealth check. And considering how, what you've seen so far, I will give it to you at advantage. Because you already have a good mm-hmm. estimate of how quiet everything is. Is that all from all of us or just one of us? Just you and I, I think, because you and I are the only ones going down into the cellar. All right. Well, even though I have a plus zero to stealth, it's a natural 20. Nice. Nice. My first one <laughs> I'm at a game. Nice. <laughs> and I'm at a 26. Nice. So as you uh, open the door and start to creep out and it's you just it's like mission impossible in your head you're just going and going and going and no one's no no, no interfering no no one's seeing 
You're not seeing any activity anywhere as you kind of creep down into the ki into the kitchen and into the okay. pantry and then down the cellar stairs. So now you're back in the cellar. Okay. All right. Don't say a word. I need to concentrate here. I cast Dispel Magic. Third level. There you are. Cast that up for everyone to see. Okay. So let me know when the door is open or uh, the Dispel Magic is off. Scoob? Yep. Uh, okay. Wiggling of the fingers again. You hear the sizzle and pop. And go and push the door open. Okay. I cast invisibility okay. on Aram. And then okay. I shape shift into a spider again. And I crawl kind of on the top of his boot. As you go into the into the into the last into the wine cellar. Alright, this is a large room jammed with racks of wine bottles. Uh, some of them look very valuable, a lot like the ones that uh, Sir Sir Xandergold had given you. Um, Wait a minute. Wait, hang on a minute. Weren't we going into the wizard's locked door, or were we going you already into went through the, the wine wizards. cellar? That door that was closed, though, did we ever go in there before he caught us? Uh, you went in as a spider and saw that it was a storeroom with, spelt with uh, what appears to be spell components. Okay. You then okay. made notes of all of the uh, etchings and runes that are on the ground in the in the right. okay. circles. You were coming out of that room about to cross the hall into this other door when you were discovered. Okay. And while right. thank you, we'll hold on that and we'll bounce back over to Anari and Day because you guys are in the room. You guys also know that it's very quiet around this house. What is it you two wish to? Uh, we're kind of snacking on some Parmigiano Reggiano, and uh, I guess sharing a bottle of well wine. Or in the, or right, still in the we, suite. In we the went down at, at the door, right? Mm -hmm. We went down to the kitchen to act as the the lookouts for the the party uh, members that went down into the cellar area. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure I, so, I mentally I know where everybody's at. Yeah, just <laughs> snacking and enjoying some more uh, yeah. some more of the bottle that was brought along. I'm taking very tiny sips, uh, very really nursing that drink, so as not to be drunk if things go down. That is that that is fair. All right, mm -hmm. back over to uh, Barum and Obsidian. Okay, so currently I'm invisible, and Obsidian's a spider on my boot. Mm -hmm. And as you step into that door, you see a room with racks of wine bottles couple of small several small casks which you uh you used to seeing as a dwarf seeing that's probably ale of some type that's been stored here uh go mm. ahead and make an investigation check for about each of you or one of you can assist and give that person advantage i'll i'll assist and give you advantage and i'll also give you guidance Sounds good. An extra D4. 
uh, let me see. You're not going to want me to do it. No? No. I have an intelligence of one, which is a minus five. Don't forget I'm a spider. Ah, uh, okay. True. <laughs> I'll do the check. Just say it. <laughs> you don't want to do the check. I'll but give myself guidance. Either. Wait. Are oh, wait, I can't give myself guidance without breaking time out, the visibility. Time out. Yep. Time out. Chad, you said when you, the spider, were you reading the spider stats or your stats? Spider stats. No. When you wild shape no? in, your intelligence and all of that is the same as your character. It's just you have okay. the hit points and the physical abilities of the creature you shaped into you just cannot cast any spells or use any of your equipment while you're in that wild shape form but you do not lose any of your senses or oh, anything okay. like that if any if anything depending on which creature you picked your senses are then heightened like if you didn't have dark vision okay. intentionally but the creature you wild shaped into had dark vision you would then get the benefit of dark vision while you were still that creature so okay. Okay. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so you can still no, help no, me no, investigate. Good. Yes. He technically can still help you investigate based on his intelligence okay. and what his skill is for his, with, 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 and whatnot. So he can either make the check with advantage okay. or give you advantage on a check. And then the last thing is the parameters on invisibility. If I cast guidance, I would be breaking it, right? Because yes, it wouldn't... you would. Yeah. Technically, okay, that, that qualifies as you casting a spell or making an attack. Okay. So, then... so do I give him my modifier, or does he just get advantage? He just gets advantage. Okay. okay. Which means he gets to roll twice and take the higher of the two numbers. Yep. So either 13 or 14. Wow. All right, 14. Okay. Okay, 14, um, looking about the the ground, you see in the dirt, but the, and you almost think there's something that seems amiss, but you, you, you really can't tell. Like you're, there's some, there might be something, but you're not sure. Let me, let me get a little closer and I'll, I'll go up to, you say there are like barrels or casks. Yeah, there's casks like the. Like when you think of like a keg or something like that, there's a there's these these barrels that have ale in it, and then there's the wine, and the floor is the floor is is a dirt floor. Okay, I'll just go around and try to knock on them to see how full each one is. All right, uh, as you go, if and, there's uh, anything, you knock on a couple. They they sound kind of full, uh, and then there's a couple that seem uh, like maybe they're half full. And one of them is it comes across as hollow and being empty. Interesting. Let me see here. I'll try to pull it down, the hollow one. Okay. Um can I am I able to pick it? Is it too heavy? Is it big or I think of it like a wood like a wooden barrel. It, uh, it's probably it's it's gonna it weighs a little bit because it's like a like a hardwood, like an oak or something like that. But it's not terribly difficult for you to move. You're kind of you. I mean, as a dwarf, you have a pretty, uh, pretty stout disposition when it comes to moving things, anyway. So if anything, it's just probably awkward. Yeah, I'll try to. 
hop it up on my shoulder and then get it down on the ground. Um, when I'm, once I get it out of that position, do I, is there anything unusual about uh, the space where it was? No, it doesn't look like it's been tampered, tampered with in any way. You, the, the metal ring that would hold the top on, uh, is intact. So it looks, and you see where the tap is and the tap's been removed and a cork has been put there for travel, travel, but other than that, it looks just like an, it's a pretty much an empty barrel, just as you would picture it. Hmm. I'll uh, turn to the spider. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is just a normal room. What do you think, spider? I, I spin a web. I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> what do you want to say? try and do? <laughs> what do you want to try and do? You have a different. You have a different uh, center. Different point. He he rolled his investigation. Do you want to roll one yourself to see? Sure. Fourteen. <laughs> see the same damn thing. He or is it with advantage or not? Uh, if if he's assisting, then yeah, I'd let you deal with advantage. I'll assist. So that's a 12 plus 4, 4, 16. A okay. little better. A little bit better. As, as uh, you're kind of both pacing back and forth, uh, you come, you, you, you're walking across the, the dirt. And you're thinking about the fact that, wait a minute, I'm in an Arctic area. It's cold. Why is this part of the floor softer than the other parts of the floor I've been walking in. Can't say anything. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> All I can do is, is stand there as a spider and maybe with my little tiny hands point down or, or kind of do one of these, but... <laughs> What's that, boy? What's that? What you trying to say? No. <laughs> so, so the, something about the dirt. So I'm going to take a web and kind of draw a, a, a around the area I want him to investigate. I'm going to take a webbing and 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 go in a circle around that area. Give me a performance check. Oh God. <laughs> see if the spiders are better at that. <laughs> not really. Oh, not okay. Fifteen. All right. Uh, it's a sort. It, it, um, Dar uh, Baron, you're you're watching the spider. He seems to tap with his forelegs, and then after a little while, starts uh kind of pacing in a circle, and then you see little wisps of webbing start to form circle in this in a particular spot on the floor hey now either you're trying to play hopscotch or there's something you need me to investigate about the floor all right all right so i'll kneel down and um i'll put my hands on the ground and try to see if i can figure out what he's trying to tell me all right. As you put your hands down, you're, you you start to realize that this section of ground is softer than the rest of it that you're walking on. 
you think about being in arctic area and having a like a permafrost layer of ground being typic being really kind of hard frozen this area given that it's the it's it's the cellar and whatnot there it would be it wouldn't be as frozen but it would still be pretty hard and compact this area is actually softer as you push your hands down they actually start to sink in just below just below the the uh, surface of the dirt almost like it's been recently disturbed and put back kind of mm. like when you dig a hole in the ground and then you go to put the dirt back in how for a little while it's a little softer than the surrounding surrounding area this is what mm -hmm. you this is what you're this is what you're seeing the minute you put your hands in the, on that ground i i think i think that is something let's see here and i'll try to start digging a little just okay. to see move some earth out of the way to see if it's how soft the soft earth goes Alrighty. Um, go ahead and uh, roll. Give me a just a give me a investigation check. Investigation. Hmm. It's a three. As you're digging and digging, you your hand hits something, and as you go to dig at it a little bit more, you start to see the toe of a boot. Look at that. Hmm. Looks like someone's buried a pair of boots down here. I keep digging to get keep the digging. boot out. After about after about ten or fifteen minutes, you work up the legs, the waist, a chest, and a head, and there's a body buried in the cellar. Well, that's not very nice, is it? Um can I tell by the clothes uh, what type of person this might be? Uh, it appears to be one of the guards. It seems to be the same garb as what one of the guards wears. Hmm. Does it look like it's been um, dead for long? Uh, go ahead and give me a medicine check. Medicine. 21. Alrighty. Uh, the guard, the 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 body is that is that of a guard, and he appears to have been dead maybe three weeks. And as you look up to, as you finish looking up, you see a large wound in the neck that seems very very similar to that of a knife. But there's no knife present. Knife. Um. Can I just investigate the rest of the floor to see if there's any other spot where there might be something buried? No. The uh, rest of the floor, as you kind of move away from the body, you, it starts to get more firm and compact. And you real and you, it, after a little bit of searching, you realize that just this spot was recently disturbed to put this body here. Hmm. Uh, can I look through the pockets to see if there's any clues or something? Uh, you go. You look through, and you're not seeing anything. Uh, no, no form, of, no identification, no loose change, nothing. It's just his. He seems to have been stabbed and then hastily buried here. Hmm. Okay, I will um, rebury him. Yeah. Just put it 
keep them in the hole and put the dirt back on top. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, performance check as well. Because I, imag- I I take it you're trying to make it look like you did not find this. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll use a performance on this as well. It's a five. You think you did a great job? Yes. <laughs> All right. Satisfied? Now, can I tell? Now, wait, Scoob, can I tell it's not a good job? <laughs> even as even, all so, eight of your eyes can tell it's like this doesn't look so quite right can i can i can i just stand here and look up at him and 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 you know point back down with my little tiny spider arm <laughs> yeah so uh Baron, as you finish you you stand back kind of admiring your work you look over you see the spider just sitting there tapping with his legs listen i, I buried him again there's no other bodies in this room all right Listen. Wait, you you think there might be something underneath the body? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Hmm. I'll uh, check. Maybe. Spider doesn't have it. Spider doesn't. <laughs> oh, God. I'll un- I'll uncover the body. I'll uncover the dirt, and I'll roll it over just to just to satisfy the spider that there's nothing underneath. Nope, nothing underneath. Look, see, look. There's nothing. All right, so I'm just gonna put the put the dirt back. All right, and I'll rebury it for the third time. And this time <laughs> you do a much better job. Uh. <laughs> okay. I won't put you through it again. So, but <laughs> thank you. I'm. I, I will recrawl back onto his boot. Okay. All right. Um, what I want to do is go and check if that first cellar is still open or if uh, it's been magically sealed again. Oh, the uh, the, the laboratory? Yeah. And I'll say, I'll say to Obsidian, this might not be the only body that's buried down here. You think we should just check the dirt in the other room? Hey. As you go to... As- Kind of check the door. Uh, it opens up. And just like before. You're able to open in and see and nothing looks out of place from when you were last down here. But this time I'll check the floor. And I'll just make... I'll check the dirt floor. Then nothing nothing is out of place. You have the runes carved in for certain areas. But none of the, none, you're not going to find a, same, a similar spot to what you found in the uh in the wine cellar okay what about the um the secret door that we had op- that we had pushed open is that still pushed open uh yes okay i just want to check the same thing in that room you don't find anything in any of in any of the other rooms and i i think i think that might be the only one let's go tell the others and i will make my way back up the stairs um, still invisible, but I'll, <laughs> when I get there, I'll, I'll just go, Psst. Hey, it's me. I'm still invisible. Aren't I? How long, how long has it been? Uh, with all the investigating, it's probably been about, especially trying to bury, unbury and rebury. It's been about an hour total. 
since he's coming back up. So we would both reappear then. If it's been an hour, we're both back to normal. Yeah. It's about the time you so go I'm in there. And he, when you when you walk back into when you walk back into the uh, into the kitchen and uh, Baron does his first, psst, all of a sudden he appears standing right there and uh, about a moment uh, and a moment or right, a moment right before that you appear standing on his foot. <laughs> and don't freak out, but I'm still an invisible. Ah. <laughs> and he's responding to him turning from a spider back to normal. So, like, alright, 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 alright. Listen, listen. I think I think we should go back upstairs. You do? Yeah. I don't think we should be talking around here. There's too many doors, too many potential people. And and I'll tell you what we found in the other room down there. There was a body of a guard, and he was buried in the dirt. So maybe. We should just probably go back to our room, I think, right now. Did you get a good snack? Yeah? Okay, let's go. Eddie. So, yeah, I'll I'll take a little bit more of, like, bread and cheese and stuff and, like, kind of fill my pockets. Like, yeah, yeah like, we came down for more food and we're carrying it back <laughs> up. Heading it back up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm getting <laughs> good. good idea. Yeah, let me just, yeah. <laughs> Midnight snack. Yeah. So we get up to our room and kind of... Uh, empty out the the snacks on like a, a bedside table and make a an offhand comment about how gross um, regular people food is and uh, but I you know it's it's doable like you know you can eat it but it's not it's not as good as like monster pieces or whatever it is that my people usually eat yeah so yeah yeah monster pieces <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 one of the one of the the things I picked as far as personality traits. So, <laughs> uh, you're now all back in your room. Uh, the door is shut. You have all your supplies. I'll uh, place the immovable rod and activate it on the door so that it won't be uh, opening without us allowing them to enter. Of course, of course. And now then the, it's now uh, somewhat secure. A body, you say? You found a body downstairs? Hey, aye, we did. It was the body dressed in the clothes of a guard, and it was buried in the in the dirt in the in the other room that was locked magically. Hmm. How so, fresh was the body? I'd say about three weeks. Wait a minute, three weeks. That's Isn't about, that about the time, time? the obelisk. Exactly, Spider Man. Yes. Did he look like somebody that was from this building? One of the, the people that works here? Aye, he is a guard. Guard, guard. Why? Why would they kill a guard and then hide the body? And hide the body. Right. Yes. That doesn't make sense. It don't make any sense. And it certainly would line up with what Jingle was saying about the change in his friend, did that not happen approximately three weeks ago as well? Yes. I do you think might be. No, maybe he he be, he became a killer, and then that's why he's been so reserved. But everybody's reserved, according to Jingle. Everyone is going back into hiding. 
maybe everyone's complicit. It does then why hide wonder. the body? If everyone is complicit, then there's no reason to hide the body because everyone's involved. That's true. Would they be hiding it perhaps from the few guests that were still in the area at the time? Maybe. But then put the body out in the cold, right? Mm. That would make or, more sense. or give him to his family to 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 bury. To to why bury it here? One thing's for true: whoever buried them didn't want them to be found. No, not with that magical lock on the door. What time um, is it, Scoop? Uh, at this point, we're getting into the late evening, probably. Uh, 10, 11, almost to the middle of the night. We should probably rest. We so need to set watches for sure. I'll, I'll I have take a question. Watch. I have a question. If I take a short rest, I can go back into wild shape to maybe investigate some more rooms. You think you can? I think. Mm -hmm. There'll be a cost though. Cost is if you don't take a long rest, you could uh, incur a point of exhaustion later. Awesome. Exhaustion later. You're getting you're you're getting to that point. If you don't take your long if you don't settle for the night, you will incur a point of exhaustion for the next leg of the next leg of the adventure. Just right. putting it out there. I think it. Uh, I think it would be wise for those that need to have their long rest that they go ahead and do so. I will. Uh, take my trance and uh, I will still be alert. We'll have the immovable broad on the door. And if necessary, uh, I can always awaken someone if I need assistance. Okay. Good plan. Hi. Hi. I'm so, so for I'm the benefit of too. Jason, who's in the chat, I take my armor off. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to say anything. I was... <laughs> You're, you do. <laughs> when will I ever get an opportunity to <laughs> heckle Jason? I mean, come on. <laughs> You're right, because I, I, we've had numerous episodes where that joke has been constant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. You take your armor off and you get ready for the, you, get, and you lay down, and you start your long rest. Uh, does everyone else uh, do the same? Except for Adonari, who's going to take his uh, reverie. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Now, quick, quick question. Now, uh, when you're doing a, a, a watch or something, you can usually do about an hour. Yeah, you can do a couple uh, of hours and then still get in there. Is that something that Obsidian could make use of, as far as the sneaking, looking into rooms? Yes, any of you could. If you wanted to spend your watch sneaking, trying to sneak around, you're you can certainly do that. You can certainly try doing it. I mean, right. so far from what you've seen going up and down the uh, the second up the second floor and the stairs, it's, it's eerily quiet in this building. I mean, for as many rooms that you've seen, and given the shape, there, there's a lot of rooms, and you haven't hardly seen anyone. I know the room I want to go investigate. If I can get down there, yeah, and that's the library. Because I'm assuming he's got a desk down there and everything else. So, 
Oh, long rest. Yeah, I'll just do my long rest as usual because I don't feel like there's a whole lot that I could do personally here without yeah. like opening doors. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will too. Okay. What time are we supposed to be up and out of this place? Did he give us a time? Uh, no, but you, unless you want to do something in the middle of the night, then you will probably you will receive a a knock at the door probably about. Eight or nine, eight or nine, in the uh, morning, from one of the servants who has who will bring you a morning meal, so you can eat and prepare for the journey to the gate. Okay, I'll take the long rest. I don't want to risk it. Alrighty, so morning comes as I said. Knock on the door. There's a female uh, servant who brings you in a platter of meats and eggs and breakfast beers, a nice hearty meal for the wind for, for a cold climate. So you guys brings it can, into my room. Yeah. Brings it into your room. So you guys can eat and prepare and get ready for the day. Does she have That's trouble with the like. door? <laughs> <laughs> she knocks on the door and waits patiently. A lot like when you order, yeah. order room service, room at, any service. High, at any high class hotel, they wait. <laughs> Very nice. I'm about to I'll say, where, where were you last evening when we were uh, trying to sup? Exactly. Uh, no matter. Here, bring it here. And I'll, I'll just, I won't even take my covers off. I'm just going to have breakfast in bed. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> how, often you can you, how often can you do that on an adventure and not have to worry about some random thing in the middle of the night attacking you? <laughs> Perfect. Yep. And after I get done eating, for again, for the benefit of, of, of Mr. Azevedo that's sitting in the chat room, I put my armor back on. Done. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to you, Jason. <laughs> so you... Me sorry, have, Jay. <laughs> so you all uh, have your meal, get prepared, and then uh, uh, there's a uh, servant uh, waiting, waiting at the door when you, uh, when you exit, and she... He, it's a male servant this time, and he guides you uh, down the stairs into the foyer to wish you all a, wish you all a fond farewell. Hmm. Is uh, is Jingle around? I'll ask the servant. Who? Hmm. Jingle, little Who? guy. Doesn't we must have we must have. Uh... Must have mistaken him for someone else. Ah. Yeah. I must. Uh, we didn't dream it, did we? Did I dream it? Uh, it was a shared dream then. Uh, it wasn't a dream. Yeah, didn't think so. All right. No, huh? but something. Some. I I want to say something, but I want to wait till we're out of earshot of any of the guards. So I will wait till we're outside. Alrighty. So you rounds. Okay. And no one's around us. Nope. Uh, right. Fairly quiet out on out on the grounds. So this is very strange, guys. Um, 
all of the guards, uh, everybody in there supposedly knows about Jingle from, from, um, what the hell's his name? Mr. Xandergal. But when we talk to the guards and the people, no one seems to know him. That is strange. Hey. Why would they not know someone who is used to being around them? Being around and and being fed by them. And being fed by them. Do you think Jingle is the cause of all of this? I, I, I can't get there yet, but there's something. Something Something is very much amiss. Yes. I hesitate to want to actually perform the task that we've been sent to do. I am not sure that it is for the best interest of the people of these lands. I'm starting to have that same suspicion. Where is Xander? What was it? Xandergul. Xandergul. And to be fair, just because I know you're trying, and just to be fair... Uh, Xandergul did acknowledge Jingle and said that he used, he allowed, he, he encouraged Jingle to spy on the rest of the staff. I had, but uh, didn't Jingle say he got fed by not only him, but the other members of the staff? No. Okay. Oh, I misunderstood that. I misunderstood that. I I apologize, but no. I misunderstood that also. he, He had a relationship with Xandergul. To I thought Xandergul would uh, give him give him scraps and whatnot. But didn't he, sorry. No, go ahead. Didn't John. he say though? Didn't he say though that he had he had observed them having parties and was being fed by people from the parties? But when, he didn't imply he were, didn't he didn't imply that he that they fed him. They said that he said there was a lot. He he, he said there was scraps. a lot of scraps. Okay. Okay. But the only one who actually knew he was there was was Xandergul. Xandergul. Okay, got it. Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so Jangle was like a was like a plant from the master to make sure everyone stayed in line. That's why they didn't know him. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That well, makes sense. I still hesitate. I'm not sure Xandergol is on the level. I'm not either, but but we, we why are we here? We're here to reopen the trade route between the cities. We're we're doing this for the cities. We've, we've got to we've got to open the trade route for the cities. I think if we proceed with caution and perhaps keep in mind that uh, Zandergul, particularly from what we've been able to gather, may not be completely forthright with what he's been telling us. Then by Pelor may the truth come to light. I agree. Agree. He was pretty cagey about us visiting the the basement. The basement. And, and he certainly did not like yeah, like us rooting around his basement. Especially considering what we found down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's continue. Yes. Let's go. In your travel to the gate. Alrighty. Uh, and somebody was there. So, uh, yeah. Let's do this. So, as as before, we're going to roll our d10 for whether or not you have a random encounter. And 
Um, Go for it. We're heading down that path. Is, yes. that, is that the direction we're heading? Okay. Yes. Uh, here's roughly where the mansion is. Given the given the directions that Sir Xander Ghoul had given you, you'd be heading down this path. Uh, this direction leads you to the other side of the mountain pass toward the next city. So coming okay. down coming down this this uh, this leg, it will be your next. What happens next? So okay. it's all, it's it's not very far. It's only a few miles. So we'll be able to get uh, one round of random encounter options and go from there. So starting with uh, you, Day, go ahead and roll your D10 and tell me your result. Sorry, guys, it's a 10. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> That's 11. Uh. We've cheated death 11 times. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought you rolled an 11. I'm sorry. On a D10, which was... <laughs> if you did that, we, we, we need to talk about those dice you're getting your hands on. <laughs> I told you I was bringing weighted dice. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, Adam, you're on mute. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Is this fine. better? Yes. What was I it? put it on mute so I could take a bite. <laughs> uh, I understand. Chewing in the mic. Okay, so I rolled a one. Now we're going to get it. <laughs> I knew it would be me. See what happened. Oh. What have you done? It's okay. We'll be okay. At least Maybe. we know what number not to roll. Yeah, just <laughs> there you go. Avoid a one. Avoid the one. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. We're going to be fine. What's that? Fire? <laughs> fine. Where's my... This is fine. This is fine. That's cold, Dave. What did That's Dave just say? really cold. What did... um, he's talking about coordinating with all the people in the chat to coordinate the bits to help the DM. Oh, okay. oh. His HP is so high. HP is getting higher. That means the rewards are are going to be more are going to be worth it. But the kids, I know we're supposed to be helping the kids, yeah. not helping. The, yeah. I mean, we, I love I help. love the fact you're helping the DM. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say don't do that. But we're also supposed to be helping the kids. So yeah, we want I mean, to be spending those on extra life, not <laughs> not yes, on extra death. Support extra life. Oh, we're up to four hundred dollars though. We're only yeah. we're less than a hundred dollars for you guys oh, to get your potions of awesome. fire breathing. Nice, it's good. Thank you. Help the kids, kill the party. <laughs> oh God, he's calling for a TPK. How rude! Yeah, it's only it's because he's not playing with us. Maybe we should invite him oh. to join. Just just to invite him to join. He'll roll up a character. Just randomize. <laughs> just random everything. Just randomize the character, eighth level character, and DD Beyond. All good to go. You're ready? <laughs> just run. He just has one in eight different classes. Yeah, <laughs> multi-class <laughs> across everything. Single level, eight different. All right, so. that, that would be interesting to play. It'd be uh, someone with multiple personalities or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you yeah. have a really weird ability block for all of that to work. Wow. Yeah. We love you too, Dave. 
Yes, thank you. Thanks, Dave. Or, You're helping. We will say that. Joel would never say that, but we'll say that. <laughs> I'm not seeing the chat, so I'm imagining the worst. I just realized <laughs> if uh, if a if a one from the D10 gets us an encounter, if I use guidance for all of our roles, it would at least be a two every time. I'm not sure that this oh. would work and for it, guidance because it's not a skill check, though. Yeah. We could try. Wait, what's the old uh, phrase? You can certainly try. Yeah, you can certainly try, but <laughs> I also want to point out that the HP bar is now north of 2,500, which means I'm just going to raise, I'm just going to add twos or ones now. We'll get you an encounter. Uh, we just hit $500. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, Next up, extra life. Uh, at 750 yes. will be Bardic Inspiration at fifth uh, fifth level Bardic Inspiration. And then at a at a thousand we get a potion of superior of a superior healing potion to each member of the party. Basically need I think yes. we're gonna Thank need you, it. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's it sounds like we're really gonna need it. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Love you, buddy. <laughs> sure, I, I could just see that conversation later. All right. <laughs> so just waiting. I'm is... waiting for the little red lights to appear around Steve and for him to say roll initiative. Now, yeah. as you're traveling down, how what's the marching order and how are you traveling? I'll be first again. I'll be sneaky as well. Okay. Uh, is there a degree of separation between you or what's what describe how you're walking down as you're traveling down? this a line a stagger how are we doing this um, or better yet standard road march probably with a little separation between each of us mm -hmm. bless you adam yes bless you thank you son <laughs> that map i guess my my ac is pretty high i should Maybe I'll take the rear, just in case, and then we'll make it Brandon in front. Yeah, and I'll go second. Which, what's direction to travel, Steve? Uh, you're traveling uh, north south, as you see the picture. Okay. So. And I, I don't know. Do you guys want a stagger or a straight line? I think stagger is probably safer. Yeah, or that way case. we can't get hit by something all at once, like lightning bolt or. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> kind of what I'm thinking. Some dragon breath of some kind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my little guy. I'm say. the I'm the brown, or the tan kind of beige one. I'm trying to figure out which one is mine. Um, blue. Anari, okay. you are green. Green Day is blue. Okay. Gray is obsidian, and the. Uh, the brown is uh oh <laughs> barum and barum you wanted to be at the end yep okay somewhere like over there it's always important when the dm asks a question like that right Mm -hmm. Are well, you guys in a straight that... line <laughs> exactly. are, you, are you all bundled together because i got a fireball right here <laughs> now, that was the thing. It was gotta give you guys equal opportunity for for tactic thinking. 
Thank you. Uh, standard standard military road march, about uh, 10 feet apart, alternate sides. Right. I think I saw that in movies. <laughs> that's all. That's the only frame of reference I have for anything military. Right. Movies and right video games. The, yeah, there you go. <laughs> right out of the FM field manual. All righty. So... As uh, you're going through, uh, go ahead and give me perception check. And Come do you on. need stealth checks as well? Because we were trying to at least be quiet. Yes. Yeah, let's do stealth checks first and then do perceptions. Okay. 22. It's a 12 for my, my stealth. Six for my stealth. 21 perception, though. 26 for stealth. Perception will be a 24. 30, 20 perception. Okay, so as you are progressing through, you're being fairly quiet uh, for the most part. And you hear some rustling on either side of the uh, pathway. Uh, you kind of get the feeling that there is something on either side. And as you go to look about, you see a couple of saber-tooth cats one on either a... side of the ravine looking down at you that's fun and with that it's that time roll those initiatives yeah. let's do this 22 right. 22 for obsidian 10 10 for barum 24 Anarian. 24 and day 14 14 Anarian, you are up first what range that's a quick question Go yeah right, well two and how high are the cliffs uh the cliffs are about a they're an extremely steep inclines of maybe about 20 15 to 20 feet up So the distance, uh, the one that's close to you, Anari, is about, about 20 feet straight, but then given the elevation, so about 40 feet from you. Okay. Um, I am going to... Uh, engage with longbow then initially okay as a paladin at my level i'll get two attacks do it 
first one will be a 14. 14 will hit. Roll damage. Damage will be seven points piercing. Okay. Second attack will be 15 plus seven, 22. Hit. Roll damage. And damage on that one will be eight, ten, four, twelve points of piercing damage with that one. Ready? Next up, we have Obsidian. Okay. Um, I was trying to do the distance to that one, so forgive my little purple line. Um, that's the one I'm aiming for. All right. So 17 plus 7, I have a short bow. So 17 plus 7, 24. Or will hit, roll damage. Uh, 10. 10 points of damage. Alrighty. Next up is Day. So I'm attacking with my uh, longbow. That's a 17 and a 22 to hit. Both hits, roll damage. Okay, so the 17 did 11 points of damage, and the 22 did five points, and I get sneak attack on my first, I think. Mm -hmm. No, uh, hold on, because who's? Uh, wait, you don't have. I'm not. I'm not. You're close not first in the order, and there's no ally close enough. So, but I could move to be close to Anarian. Yep. And then attack from there and get sneak attack, right? I believe if it I did was, my attack from there. I believe the sneak attack is the the you have to have an ally next to the creature you're attempting to attack, not close to you. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. In that case, then no no sneak attack for me, but I will stand next to uh, an Aryan either way. Um, so yeah. So same same damage. Eleven and five. So sixteen points of damage total. Yes. Alrighty. Is not in a good position. All right. Next up is Barum. Okay. I'm going to attack the same one everyone's been attacking, which okay. I think is this guy. All right. And it's uh, I'm using Sacred Flame, so he's got to make a dex save DC 16. Fails. Fails. All right. 2d8 Radiant, and it's uh, 11, 11 Radiant. It is dead. Brings us to the last one. We did it, lads. Hey. Well done. Which uh, this one. Let's see. Leaps down. And comes toward. And comes up on Barham. Uh, from you from behind you you hear you hear that you hear it uh need you to make a strength saving throw barum strength saving throw mm-hmm Ooh, six as uh you hear the the crunch of snow from the impact and as you look you see fur and fangs and claws land on your back and push you down into the snow prone. And he starts to rake at you, uh, with a, with a claw, uh, or yeah. So 
19 to hit. Ooh, AC 20. Ooh, nice. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so it's just you just hearing that sound on your armor as it's as it's scraping, trying to find a find a way find a way at you. Brings us to the top of the order to Anari. Nice tray. All right. Um, I am going to draw my rapier. Uh, put away the bow in the quiver of Alona, and attack the nearest one. Am I? Close enough to move and attack within the same action. Uh, yeah. The other one is looks to be only about fifteen to twenty feet from you. Okay, so I can. Okay, that is what I shall do then. Yep. So, first attack. Are you, you're one. shooting, or are you running up for melee? I'm running up for melee. Okay. Um, first attack will be 14. All right. Four. Will hit. Roll damage. Okay. This is going to be 10 points piercing damage. Ready? Next attack. Second roll. attack will be a 28. 28 will hit. Roll damage. Damage on that one will be 10 also. Alrighty. Next in the order is Obsidian. So I am going to do kind of the same thing. I'm going to sheathe the bow or drop it, whatever it takes. Okay. Um, head up to our little friend. And that is a um, seven plus nine is 16. That will hit, roll damage. All right, uh, so I'm applying sneak attack since I definitely have friends with me. Yep, just a few, one or two. One or two, um, so that's 3d6 plus 1d6 plus six. Uh, let's see, 5, 10, 16, and 6 is 22 points of damage. Nice. And then I have a shield in my hand, so I cannot do a, a second attack, so uh, that will end my turn. Alrighty, this brings us to Day. Okay, so I rolled an 8 and a 14 on my attacks. The 8 Long misses, button. the 14 hits. Okay, sorry, I... I should say I, I'm gonna have to move my character anyway um, because I, other people are in the way. So the 14 hits. That's uh, nine points of damage on that. I would have tried to apply my sneak attack on the first one, so it wouldn't. Okay. It wouldn't. Yeah. Unless I can do it after the fact, am I allowed to do that? Uh, yeah, I'll let you, and you don't have to worry about rolling the die. You were just uh, one one hit point away, so I see. Okay, you, you're able to, you're able to kill it with that last shot. Okay, so cool. it is uh, Barum as you're as you feel it, and then all of a sudden you start to feel this warm liquid on you, and this heavy this weight just kind of plop down on you and force your face into the snow, and. and but you're not feeling the movement of the of the of the uh, cat anymore. <laughs> uh, 
I'll, I'll move over to help off. roll off the body and help him up. Yes. All righty. case we have another one all right so the two tigers what do you what do you guys want to do how do you guys want to deal with the bodies or just leave them in the snow for now uh i i guess put them back where they came from <laughs> i'm not climbing a 20 foot <laughs> I, i've got spider boots of spider weigh? climb so i can do it uh, they would How weigh a few hundred pounds, a few hundred pounds, because they're big. They're bigger than your big, big cats, really big cats. So, I, I, as, as a bugbear, I count as a large creature when carrying, pushing, dragging. So, and because I have the boots of spider climb, I might be able to pull this off. So, I'm just seeing exactly. What is it you want to try and do? So it sounds uh, like. I have an idea what it sounds like you're going to do, but why don't you confirm what I think you're thinking? I can carry 540 pounds and I can push drag or lift 1,080 pounds. So wow, I'm, yeah, this, this is the calculations in D and D beyond. So should be right. And so I'm thinking I'll just kind of drag using my spider climb boots up the side and, you know, assuming it's not really icy uh, along the, the side, no. um, then kind of just hide it back in the bush where it came from. Like, there you go. Just that's sleep now. Uh, it's the only one that's up there. Yeah, you're able. It takes you a little bit uh, dragging. Yeah. Because you said dragging. So, yeah, yeah you get, you're able to drag it up and uh, kind of push it into the brush. There's just that blood trail along the snow leading up the hill. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I could try to cover it up, but it would just make the snow pink. So uh, I'm thinking... <laughs> Does anybody have the press the digitation cantrip? Oh, I do, actually. So I can press the digitize as I go. Just boop, 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 because it's an action to do. Uh, and <laughs> I guess if, if the other one is carryable, then I'll just carry it instead of drag it, if that's easier. Well, one is still up on the hill. It never actually got oh, off the hill. You dropped it next right. to where it was sitting. The other that's one right. actually came down and landed up, came down and pounced onto uh, um, Barum. <laughs> And then, so I'll go to the other one. And I'll just kind of cover it with some snow a little bit, and just oh, good enough. And you know, by the way, alrighty. Also, uh, I feel I need to point out we're over seven hundred and fifty now. Yes, yes. Well, well, thank you. That is awesome. That's great. Thank you so much, everyone. So, who has not used their bardic inspiration yet? <laughs> None of you have. <laughs> Okay, well, Shad and I br Shad brought this question up to me last night in our last touch point. Uh, how this will work is when you use your one you once you use that current bardic inspiration you have, automatic then you can use your 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 next one. So you can't stack them. You use one or the other at this point. Does that makes that sound that makes sense? Sound fair? Do we, we have to use the one? first one first? Yeah. No, I will let you. I'll let you pick which one, but you cannot use okay. them both at the same time, or for the same mm. role. Right. Well, how many uh, dice is the second one? 
a the second one is a fifth level bardic inspiration i believe that is a d6 to your dice roll okay if we cross the thousand and hit 1250 then it would be the next tier up in bardic inspiration one I, I wanted to encourage it because I, I, had, I had a feeling that depending on how this goes because you know how the dice are what you, what you think and what may happen are two different things yeah. <laughs> uh, yes and, and since <laughs> it's really easy to benefit the DM I wanted to really encourage benefiting you guys so it's that hey help the kids help the party help <laughs> sorry to steal the tagline yes. but you know what it makes sense <laughs> Open the kids. Yeah, does that mean we need to give royalty? Exactly. I does just, that mean I, we have to pay a royalty to to Realm Smith and to and to Brandon and to... Let, let, let's not let's not go there because let's. I mean, how, I, how many people in the chat are Realm Smith people who've been supporting so far? I mean, I gotta start paying royalties. I'm gonna change the height bar to okay. <laughs> how many I bits directly... will I transfer over? <laughs> I directly texted Joel to make sure that it was okay for me to do, you know, Grigori appearances and impressions for this. And he said, yeah, it's cool. So, so I, I think we're, we're okay without we're having okay. to worry about royalties and stuff. <laughs> of course, Jay might be in the comments right now going, hold, hold up, but I don't. I don't wow. <laughs> that, com that comment, we're now at $900 for that. So when we take our next oh break, my. I've got awesome. to sit there and start adding on goal, adding on rewards for you guys. So thank you. Awesome. This has been awesome. Thank you. You all are amazing. We love you. Extra life. Yeah. For the kids. I guess I'm going to have to start pulling out all the stops now. Make We're waiting. Make you work for it. <laughs> We're waiting. Give all it right. to us. Next, uh, next encounter roll. Uh, Who's that? Obsidian next. Five. Five. Okay, you luck out. <laughs> next roll, Anari. That is going to be an eight, uh, ten. Oh wow! Luck out again. For me. Oh, it's a zero. That's fine. It'll be a one, just so he can. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the D10. I just roll straight off the random table. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm being nice, but like... <laughs> DM DM prerogative. Pretty much. There. Oh, right. Oh, this one shouldn't be too bad. Uh, as you're uh, progressing uh, down the path. Uh, you go ahead and give me perception checks. Twenty-one. Eleven. Twelve. Twelve also. Alrighty. Um, so twelves and elevens, right? What I heard. Yep. Yeah. All right. Twenty-one. I, oh. Twenty-one for me. Twenty-one for you. So as you're going, Obsidian, you, uh, as you guys are walking, you notice there is uh, kind of the sound of birds. Um, and as you look about, you see a, um, a gathering of vultures coming past you. 
and kind of squat. Some of them are squawking in the tree. Some are flying up overhead. Uh, and they appear to be heading behind you. Pro most probably to where there's some fresh meat. Uh, it's not like I really tried that hard. So <laughs> they're going to be dining on saber-toothed tiger snakes tonight. Mm -mm. You were pressed to digitating all over the place. How could it not work? I just I I couldn't press to digitate the bodies or mm. the smell. <laughs> that too. Prejudice oh, or alligator. Yeah. In case it needs to be said, as I was walking back by, I would have picked up my bow, of course. Of course. If I dropped it versus, yeah. Yeah, you see, uh, you the the you see fifteen of those vultures flying past to head toward the uh, the the bodies. The fact that you see so many in such is uh, probably probably significant as well. But it's the fact that you see fifteen of them in a group flying toward the uh, the the car. The uh, area behind you. This is fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's yeah, I fine. I think we just keep it's going. Fine. I think we just keep going. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Okay, so we're coming along. Let's see. I think I have. Yeah. So as we're moving down the path, you move. You guys come to an area where it looks like it forks. Um, and given what, uh, Sander girl had said, the, uh, it's still kind of a, you have the option of either crossing the fork to continue down the path or continuing straight and toward the end of the, uh, the little, uh, valley there, so to speak. So it's not on roll 20 though, right? You, I'm, the I'm map that you're talking that. about is. I'm moving over to that map okay. right now. Okay. So we're here. Yeah, you guys are about okay. here right now. Okay. As you're seeing, you have that path that could go uh, kind of the to the wet to the to the west, and then one that continues a little more south. Do we see an obelisk down here? Uh, give me a perception. Straight ahead. Plus eight. Uh, 18 plus eight, 26. Uh, no. As you look down the valley uh, straight ahead, you do not see an obelisk. Do I see anything? Uh, just a rock, just a cavern, just the, just the wall. Just basically the, uh, ca the, uh, this little valley's wall as it kind of comes back up. Guys, I don't see anything down there. Should we maybe go down that path? Good. Probably right. Let's go. All right. Okay. Uh, sake of brevity on this one, make you guys roll an encounter option. I roll it myself. See what you get as you get closer to the obelisk. Yeah, one out of twelve is a pretty good. Odd That's so great far. track record. That's a yeah. great track record. I don't think anyone can say differently. <laughs> But that gives me a 10. What? That's a D roll. 
Yeah, that one will work. Okay. Add it. Gotta love that. Uh... I know. So how many beholders was that? I think that's seven, <laughs> yeah. eight. I am not like some people with like six beholders on their shelf that will using that as a threat. <laughs> that's not that I know anyone who does that. I know nobody time. who does that. I, I okay. So I mean, I'm, I'm. This is this is nothing you know to read into. I'm just saying with all of the paint and takes that Jay has done in the back in the production area of the studio, there's a shelf that's pretty much all beholders right across just <laughs> it's all beholders it's, it's like a beholder shelf. so many and and every time i walk in i see this thing at the corner of my eye and thinking today it might be today <laughs> i'd be Unleash counting them every the time i walk by to make sure there's still 15 of them <laughs> i think you know what i don't even know how many there is i never counted but it wouldn't be surprised if there's more than 15 because there's just there's so, he's done so many of these things and he's so even got zombie beholders I used to oh, tease wow. him about it, but Ooh. then I thought I'm just refreshing it in his mind every time I do. And then one day, <laughs> just one day. Yeah, just one day something something <laughs> will happen and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. Don't tick off your DM. I think that's what, rule number one? Yeah, uh, that's, that's rule number one. I, I got to stop joshing him about the armor. Oh, I just switched over and he's evil laughing in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good oh, fun, though. Me. It's all in good fun. It really Absolutely. is. Really. He's an excellent DM. He's an awesome dude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. As you guys uh, come down this uh, path um, and you start to see the obelisk in 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 view, it's uh, probably of probably like thousand feet in the distance but you can tell there's a rock slide and part of it is sticking out um but as you and as you get closer you start to see some 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 movement in the in in movement in kind of a the the uh trees along the side and you see what looks like uh some zombies kind of shuffle out of the tree line and fall down into the val into the little valley area stand up and start shuffling towards you. Said that. Okay. Hello, lads. They don't seem to have much to say. You know what? Oh. Maybe we should go the other way. If it, you know it, it looked good. Maybe, maybe there's a way around the the other side. The other side. Something. I've gone full vor now with my voice. It just slipped right back into. <laughs> Alrighty, so do that wonderful initiative thing again, and I'll see these uh, zombies. Initiate okay. initiative. Yep. Initiate. Twelve. All right. Oh. Day for twelve. Eighteen oh. for Anarian. Eighteen. Four. A whole, a whole seven. Seven and four. Okay. Yeah. All righty. And we're starting it. Hmm. How many did you say there were? Three. 
Oh, that's not bad. How, how, how what guys. distance is there? Oh, there they are. I was going to say range. I've got them up. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not as familiar with uh, D20. How do you check a range? Um, fourth one down looks like a circle and a ruler. If you click on that and then you click and drag, you can get your, di you can figure out your distance. Uh, You're about 30 feet. Okay. Uh, all right. I am going to use my um, bonus action to cast divine smite which does extra damage against undead. undead very handy so i will move in to i have to use this select oh no that's not the right one i'll go ahead and move to this one And attack with my rapier. All righty. Roll for first, attack. First attack will be a 25. That will hit. Okay. So for the piercing damage, it is going to be 11 points of piercing. And on the Divine Smite, that's 2d8 extra plus 1d8 for Undead. So 3d8, yeah, 2, 3. And that damage is going to be, uh, there it was a cock die for, on a D&D Beyond digital dice. How about that, guys? Uh, 10 points. It took it a minute to roll over. <laughs> so, 10 points of radiant damage. Total being... It wanted to be realistic. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so total damage was what? 20... 21, 22? 22 points. All right. You come up and you cleave it right in half. It's It falls down dead. Next up his day all right so my i'm gonna go to 20 feet or move 20 feet so i'm 10 feet away from it all right uh, because my bugbear arms i can reach and i can still get a sneak attack from the distance as we uh, had talked about that's a uh 20 and a 21 to hit this is part of my first attack and with a they both hit Seven and nine and another nine with sneak attack damage. So that's uh, 25 piercing damage. And it is dead. Okay. All right. Then um, am I within 10 feet of the other one? Uh, I believe so. Let me look at I, I am. Okay. Yep. So, so I'll use my second attack to hit that one. And that's going to be a what is that that's a 14 and a 20 sorry 26 to hit uh they hit roll damage okay okay that's eight and 11 points of damage 
So uh, 22 again. That one is also done. That's a very short round of combat. Wow. Yeah. wow. Maybe we should start rolling more encounters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if there's or, just like harder and harder stuff. So each time he rolls, it's a different chart. And then. <laughs> or he needs to choose a different chart for us. Come on, give us a little chance. Just, <laughs> I mean, maybe don't throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same thing as the beholder reminders. Just is, you know, notice and then keep it to yourself. Just better left left well Nothing enough alone. To see here. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. Alrighty. Oh, that's right. You guys couldn't see the battle map. I will reveal it so you can see. I apologize. It was a uh, thrilling one shot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so there's our... um, they may not be able to see where the zombies are. Oh, yeah, there's. They're, They're up there. there. I haven't flipped them over to the uh, GM, GM view yet. So, but they're dead and we will put the cover back on. Because now we're moving into where the uh, the gate is. And as we get to the gate. Uh, you see this gate? It stands about 20 foot, 20 foot high. And it looks like a kind of a, a cone, a blunt looking cone, ob, uh, obelisk shape. Uh, it's partially covered. Uh, you can see there's a lot of rock and whatnot that have been placed there, and you see where some of the rocks had fallen away, exposing the uh, obelisk. And you also see that looks like more of it has been revealed as well. It has a base diameter of about 10 feet, and it's, as I said, about stands about 20 feet tall. Does it appear like it was exposed uh, because of that alleged earthquake, or does it appear like people have been actively trying to dig it out more? A uh, combination of both. It was initially exposed by the earthquake, and then you can see there been. It looks like more of it's been exposed. Like someone had tried to dig it out, which actually falls in line kind of what what Zanergul um, had told you about uh, sending people through the gate to try and go to this fortress and try to retrieve the the item that is in there. Okay. This must be the place. Yeah. So do we see like an obvious entrance or door into this area or into this obelisk? No, you get the you you, you get the you just get that that sense like the hair standing up on the back of your head as you as you as you get closer to it, it, you can feel the power that's kind of emanating off of it, almost uh, to the point you want you you want to reach out and touch it. You, you almost feel uh, compelled. To... Question is, do you wish to fight the compulsion or just go with it? I don't know about you guys. I kind of want to look a little closer. Yeah, a little closer investigation shouldn't hurt. Mm -hmm. Just 
Not that we're going to touch it or anything, but you know. I, I kind of want to touch. I kind of want to touch it. So do I. Yeah. Well, just look. Just look for now. Okay. But, look, but I no mean, touch? Just, you know, putting it out there, I kind of kind of want to touch I kind of want to touch it it, it is somewhat of an urge isn't it yeah well should you get I mean, me feel that urge I mean like I really I really really want to just really? walk up and just Soon you know what I mean put your finger on it poof you vanish <laughs> alright then I walk up right behind him and touch it and you vanish as well in for the penny in for the pound Yep. I'm not going to leave Brandon or Day by himself. <laughs> if yeah. he goes in, I'm I'm going in with him. Uh, Byron, you, you watched Day touched it. Obsidian touched it. Uh, Anari touched it. You are now the only one standing there. You feel this. You're 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 weighing that that struggle. They all wanted to touch it. They touched it. They vanished. I want to touch it. You know, they vanished. What am I going to do? No. Now might be a good time. Just head back to the tavern. <laughs> I should have Everyone... shoved him into it. <laughs> I just it's all right, fine. And I touch it. <laughs> and, poof, you vanish. and this is where we will take our next break. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Oh man. Scoob, oh. I gotta run. I gotta run the dog downstairs that's, for that's, just a couple I was minutes. Trying to trying to get it. Trying to. I knew we were getting close to that, and I want to make sure we have enough time to do our last two giveaways. And now that we're yeah, when we come back, we will be in the Shadowfell and get to get to all the really spooky. And we know where the danger kind of ramps up till twelve. But <laughs> excellent. Yeah. We're on so asked for on it. it. A 12 on a D10, right, Steve? Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. <laughs> and, totally. and before we step away, we're at over $900. Thank you guys so, so much. Yep, I got to start adjusting uh, uh, goals and whatever. Uh, thank you to the chat. Thank you, everybody who's watching and donating. And it's been amazing. Uh, bear with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. And then we will see what happens next to our intrepid adventurers.